Hello there folks and welcome to the Creative Pod podcast. I believe that every single person is creative in their own way and every single episode in this podcast is aimed at helping you find your creative side. So listen on and join in for the fun with the Creative Pod podcast. Hey guys, before I begin today's topic, I want to let you know a little something about Hub Hopper Studio. You know, this podcast is hosted on Hub Hopper Studio. That is h u b h o p p e r studio.com. It is India's leading hosting and distribution platform for many podcasts. The platform is absolutely free and it helps me reach out to the right Indian audience. by not only getting it on audio streaming platforms such as Spotify and Google Podcasts but even on Indian platforms such as Gana, Wink Music and many more. All right folks, welcome to the Creative Pod. Today is going to be a very different day. We have two guests on the show. we are going to be focusing on travel photography we have aradhna and preeti two avid travelers and who not only love traveling but also capturing those amazing moments which really help us relive those you know those beautiful fleeting times uh, of our travels through photography but we'll do things a little differently this time we are going to be having a video that will go out on youtube and we will have the audio going out on different platforms as well So with that I'd like to introduce Aradhna. She has a podcast called Namaskar India which focuses on the history of our great country. And believe me this is far from the history books that we had in school. It's a lot more interesting and you know you get perspectives that you will not get anywhere else. So listen to those I'll give the links in the description. And then we have Preeti She is an amazing traveler. She does all kinds of travels. You have to check out her videos. My favorite one is the one where she went where she went to Sri Lanka. Her podcast goes by the name of Travel Tales and Takes with Preeti. So with that, welcome girls and uh, I'll now leave it to you guys. Preeti, you would give a brief introduction about yourself and then we'll go to Aradhna and then we'll jump right into the topic. Thanks so much for that introduction and thanks for having me on the podcast Shishir it's an absolute pleasure to be doing this and talking about something that uh, I kind of figure that all three of us are so passionate about so yeah what you said is true i am a traveler a blogger and a podcaster my podcast is called travel tales and takes with preeti and it focuses mostly on travel stories and experiences from around the world and uh, given that photography is such a visual medium for storytelling as well i'm interested to see where this conversation goes likewise aradna how are you thank you shishir for uh, having me here um a little bit about myself i'm a software engineer uh, based out of silicon valley here in california i know it is very cliched but it is what it is <laughs> but um, yeah i do specialize in human computer interaction customer empathy and accessibility so yeah very much uh, into aesthetics of things and uh, travel and photography is my passion um but but yeah one thing i always struggle with and i am here to learn that today uh, from both of you all is um how to avoid gear hoarding that is something i suffer with so jish priti by all means educate me here <laughs> well uh, let me kick it off uh, by giving the appropriate term for what you just mentioned so gear hoarding is also known as gas i know it's kind of funny gas e a s yeah g a s gear acquisition syndrome so <laughs> so it's a <laughs> as a name <laughs> oh my god yeah and i'm part of a lot of photography groups and then i i came across this uh, post one day it says i'm suffering from serious gas guys what do i do and i'm wondering yes why is bringing this gastronomical issue in a photography thing and then someone said yeah gear acquisition syndrome i'm suffering from it as well and i'm already running few emis and it kind of went in the direction and i realized okay aaj gas thing coming in 
Oh my god I have gas troubles <laughs> That doesn't sound right First time term for this and I'm so glad it's like a universal phenomenon I thought it was like a personal weakness but turns out it actually No is. no we all have gas If you are into <laughs> photography you have gas So that's the first thing we learned today guys guys so we all have gas but uh, you know <laughs> while while we all you know tend to <clears throat> get into this rut of you know thinking hey i need that particular lens or i need uh, that tripod or uh, a gorilla pod and what not uh, but you know let's be practical here you know when we go on any kind of a travel and pretty you do a lot of it right how do you deal with this particular feeling that you know how do you beat that urge that you know i want to get this before i go on a travel like how do you go about it So last year was the first time when I started traveling for extended periods of time. The first trip I did was two months, and I was backpacking through different mm-hmm. places. And I knew that I can't carry so much that will a you know go beyond a luggage allowance, and b it's going to just add pressure to me because I'm one person carrying a 20 kg, a 15 kg rucksack on the back, seven kgs in front, and like a sling as well. Um, and this was also the first time that i started experimenting with video so i didn't want to complicate things as well because it's a lot you know like photography is an art and a science and to learn that across different equipment it's a constant learning setup like you're always learning something new so i denied myself the opportunity of uh, struggling with gear i i literally sold off my dslr because the one thing that i knew at that point was that if i'm going to be doing so much then one thing that i should ideally focus on is making the most of the equipment that i have so right. even that i knew the kind of experiences that i was going to be having i upgraded my phone i picked up a brand new iphone because at that time it was the one the model that i have it was performing great and you know it is still performing really well and this kind of quality it's built for content creation so i picked it up and it's really lasted and i invested in a gopro because i knew that i would want wide angles i knew that i would be diving and i didn't want to have to worry about changing lenses or you know kind of thinking about oh my god will my camera withstand water so i sold off my dslr i sold off the four lenses that i had and i stuck myself to two pieces of equipment just my phone and my gopro and it was so frustrating at first because you know you're so used to pulling out your dslr and attaching a 50mm prime all of that and all of a sudden like i couldn't do that so in a way challenging myself to use what i had actually made me learn more about the equipment that i had and use it in a way that would actually serve my purpose in a way that i wasn't compromising on the photography and on the quality of memories captured and i was also able to do it conveniently so what i'm hearing is you know first and foremost being very clear behind you know what kind of holiday you're going on to what is the activities you would be doing and then deciding on the equipment that suits the bill right so i like the point where you said you know you would be diving so any dslr is not going to work for that no matter how weather sealed it might be it's just not going to cut it under water so a gopro makes a lot of sense and then even phones iphones today are also waterproof you know to a certain level of depth so you could even use it under water over there too so that makes a lot of sense um so uh, let's come to aradna so aradna you had a few pictures that you were sharing with us earlier we'll come to those uh, but then i understand you have an slr so you know as a user as a traveler what is the biggest gripe you have with that yeah one is the weight right like the weight of the dslr it's, it's my precious baby but um, <laughs> carrying a 5d mark 3 along with like two lenses um, and a huge camera bag couple of things is like we i always end up paying extra because of the luggage allowance um and a uh, lot of places uh, when i was traveling across europe backpacking that was that that became my nightmare like exactly like what preeti said it became my nightmare that oh my god um, my shoulders were hurting and all of that was happening and i was like i don't know man whether it was worth it or not um carrying all carrying all that weight on my shoulders and lugging that thing around and you are walking for miles and miles all together right. uh, so i think i think that became uh, uh, my biggest nightmare there 
all I, that I completely i completely get where you're coming from so uh, very my last vacation was in ahmedabad so that was uh, something that me and my wife you know had planned for a long time and then getting leaves like both of us are working so getting leaves for both of us at that duration was quite difficult but we made it happen we went there and by that time i had invested in a mirrorless camera so i had a 70 mark 2 prior to that and anyone who's used that camera will know that it's not a light you know piece of equipment it's heavy just the body itself is heavy right so with that i had just one lens so i sold all of that i went for a mirrorless camera and i completely relate to what you're saying you know the weight suddenly just reduced you know so mm-hmm. i can fact show it so this is the camera i have and the best part of this that i find is it's light even with the lens on and it's a full frame camera so same 5d mark 3 same size sensor but yeah even with this form factor i will still say it does not make things extremely light as well it still has its own weight it does not beat a mobile phone or a gopro for that matter but again you know coming to preeti's point i think being planful of what you're going to do just because you have a dslr does not mean you take the dslr along with you i mean sometimes it just won't make any sense if you're going to be backpacking and walking for miles having that camera is going to make you feel like throwing it away <laughs> at some point of time yeah. you may not do it but then again right those feelings do well, come you ask for it so oh boy check that out that. <laughs> this is no, big this is huge right like yeah. and and Damn. with all that. the extra lenses and prime and all of that with its bag yeah it's it's huge like damn that what we have over there with priti which one is that i picked up a mirrorless i picked up a mirrorless in november last year after uh-huh. 8 months 10, 10 months of just using my phone on gopro and in a way like i started feeling so much relief because you know what i was coming back to something that i'm kind of used to uh, and also because like when you're shooting video you want certain kinds of you know shots like if i want something mm-hmm. like a really close up or a macro of the food then a phone doesn't normally cut it because it doesn't have that level of zoom so uh, that's kind of where i started finding the mirrorless to be interesting and also the thing is that you know what now i'm not completely dependent on it because i realized that even when i was traveling with the mirrorless at sometimes you know like it, it's sudden if you see uh, right. something just like shoot past you and you see like an elephant grazing on the side and you know the elephant's going to go then i don't have time to like pick up the camera fix the lens switch it on put a more put Set the, the settings, settings. <laughs> Now that I know how to use my phone and my GoPro, I will just pick up one of those because those are so yeah. much easier. So I think in a way, like, uh, like you said, planning for a trip is great, but also you know to be able to use the equipment that you have at this at the spur of the moment, I think that can really help with a lot of time saving and also capturing that shot that you really want without worrying about how much of technicality the DSLR is going to kind of serve up. Correct. Which which camera is that, Preeti, with you? This is a Sony A six thousand five hundred. A sixty five hundred. Okay, got it. Yeah, the small form factor really, and that's why even I switched to mirrorless because of the small form factor. And you know, one tip that I can give to anyone who you know prefers to use an SLR or a, you know mirrorless. So many of these cameras will come with this uh, visible. So over here, there are this. custom you know buttons so you can actually set it to you know a specific setting so you don't have to worry about switching it on going to that mode and then making the setting you just bring it to that custom mode and it's set and you can just quickly get on to it but i think uh, before even going to that first and foremost being comfortable with using the slr i think that's more important you, you should come to a point where without looking at it you should be you should know you know where your thumb is going what button is there I think so. Spending time with the camera is really important. So let's talk about gear now. Uh, all three of us have, you know, cameras with us. If let's say we do decide to take our SLR, you know, what lenses would be, you know, something that you would pick up? Uh, Preeti, what would you do? Um, I would pick up a wide lens. Like mm-hmm. first off, uh, when I was using the Canon, I I was using the, the Canon before. I had a ten eighteen. And it was so wide. Oh my god! I know. I had that lens too. You really want to capture those landscapes. You really want that to come in. And now with my Sony, I have a 16mm 1.4 prime. 
wow. which is beautiful like it is beautiful it is wide but it also offers a depth of field that you know that i can play around with and the quality that comes out of it is magnificent so it's great for photo and it's great for shooting video as well when you know in mm. complete layman terms if i want a blurred background i have the blurred background available with me oh, right yeah. now yeah yeah so a wide is something i would always carry and uh, i definitely go with a prime you know like a wide is great like in a kit but i mean i would absolutely always have a prime with me because i just feel like the prime delivers such crisper such clearer photos as opposed to yeah. you know kit lens and there's so much more experimentation possible so yeah that's one that i would recommend so when you say a prime uh, which one would that be like you already mentioned a wide angle so prime would be what 50 or something or i have always loved the 50 and 1.4 i've always loved it aha uh-huh. so that would be your choice so a prime yeah. and a wide angle yeah good yeah. and uh, how would you use your phone in conjunction with that because phones also today come with a good amount of zoom they also come with wide as well right so how would you pair up the phone with your slr or your gopro right so uh, now that i have three pieces of equipment i use my gopro largely for movement shots you know like if uh, if i'm traveling and i want to shot on the road or if i'm going diving or if there's a lot of water involved or if there's a lot of movement involved because the gopro that i have the hero 7 black has fantastic stabilization and that level of stabilization is not achieved by my camera not, not even close and not even through the phone because uh, ultimately for the phone you need a gimbal even for the camera you need a gimbal if you want that buttery smooth stabilization but the gopro offers that and also because it has such a wide frame then i'm able to capture a lot of movement as well within it and not have it completely distorted yeah and right. what about the phone how would you use a phone along with this so the phone uh, well now that i have a camera i try to you know i try to wean off the phone and start using the camera a little more so now i use the phone in emergencies you know like if uh, i know there is something happening right now and i don't have the time to pick up the camera like for example in sri lanka there was a blow hole and the blow hole is obviously time to spot water in i mean you kind of figure out how long it's going to take based on the sound of the waves coming in right. and how long they seen like this this is like trial and error but your camera can never be ready for that because it's just going to happen at the at, at a blink so the first thing i do is pick up the phone and point it and it captured it and because the iphone's quality is great it captures it also beautifully you know it focuses on the water when it bursts so all of a sudden the background gets a little blurred you know not like camera level but a little but blurred separation. and yes there is some separation so uh, nowadays i'm using the phone only for uh, you know sudden emergency moves because i i want to personally start using the camera a little more like it takes a lot to learn and uh, i think a unique situation where i would use the camera is i think like similar to the pictures that aradhna showed right if i wanted to capture the stars or if i want to kind of uh, showcase movement in a photo then my phone can't do that like not as well as the camera can like if i want to fix a higher uh shutter speed mm. i mean a lower shutter speed or a higher shutter speed whichever if i want to capture the waves moving or the stars moving right. i think that's where the phone uh, can completely be thrown out and that's where the right. camera is irreplaceable makes sense so aratha let's talk about some of your travel photos that you've taken so uh, would you like to show some of your pictures like you can share the screen and you know we can talk through that and uh, see what was your main challenge there and what maybe we can do next time you know Yes. Yeah. You can see it. Yeah, uh so this was a picture um I took in Alaska a couple of years back. And uh I am not proud of this picture, but I am happy that at least it captured the moment and then I have this in my memory that hey I witnessed northern lights right uh, so it is very special picture for me but you know uh, before going to alaska i saw so many pictures shared on the internet instagram uh, about like beautiful northern lights right and crisp uh, purple streaks green lights and stuff uh, but when it started happening uh, right like uh, 3 am in the night um I just became blank right you know and you know DSLR takes a lot of setup and stuff and it was like so dark there and I was just using my phone's backlight to set up uh, all the settings and stuff and and I had it ready to go but when it started happening 
you know this was that kind of phenomena when you lose yourself to the nature you just give in to the nature and for a really good amount of time i was just staring at uh, this guy and then i was like oh shoot i had my camera set up ready to go <laughs> did not click anything and exactly priti what you said i think if i had a gopro handy at that time and it was uh, there was a lot of movement in the sky i think if i would have taken a video probably i could have extracted pictures uh, or images out of that video um, or uh, turn on my dslr to start capturing video instead of taking uh, uh, shots right like so i think that was um, a good learning uh, yeah <laughs> so, you know what arana uh, when you were saying that um, what came to my mind immediately was now when it comes to travel you obviously don't have the luxury to go back to that same place again like not many of us may be able to do that right because for us vacation is a once a year or once in two years kind of a luxury so i think um the other thing which you said was you know about just you know getting lost in nature getting lost in the moment you know because it is so mesmerizing that you just forget everything and you're like fixated on what's happening we yeah don't see this. It, this was not like a sunrise or a sunset right and i knew that i don't know when i'm going to be back to alaska and i exactly. so exactly so i have a question for preeti in this case now i know we spoke about gear and and everything but you know what do you do when you're in the moment but at the same time you don't want to lose it you know you want to capture the picture somehow like what do you do when that happens to you um so there was this one moment in kerala where i had hiked up to the kolukumalai peak for the sunrise and that sunrise is unlike any sunrise i've seen it's it was beautiful it was uh, it was golden and orange and brown and it was above the clouds like if you listen to my podcast episode from munar you will know what i'm talking about but uh, that was one moment where i didn't want to shoot like i didn't want to shoot and i also wanted to shoot you know it was a quandary because <laughs> i was like i want to take this back with me but at the same time i want to be here in the moment so um it happens more often than you know one might think because there are so many times where you want to just take in that moment or you know you're like oh my god this is not going to last longer um at such times if if it's a very brief kind of a moment which is going to get over soon then there's just one thing that i do i whip out the first piece of equipment available whatever is available because for me capturing it however it is is okay at that point i don't want to lose the moment so if it's my phone or my gopro or my camera i just pull it out and i take a shot if it's something that's going to last you know like a sunset or a sunrise and i don't want to be bothered with my equipment right so that's another way of looking at it you don't want to be bothered with equipment um i just set it on time lapse oh, and i just set it up and i let it shoot and that way it's like i don't have to do anything right the phone is doing or the camera or the gopro is doing its job and i'm next to it and i'm able to enjoy the moment as well and that entire period is captured in the time lapse so that way i'm taking back a longer piece of it with me and i'm also not compromising on my experience and i'm also not missing out on anything over there correct and this to even aratas trial and error to develop so i should i should definitely say that trial and error to develop this yeah, yeah. and you know to aratna's point also um, you know maybe sh- having shot that as a video and then extracting the frame out of it could also have mm-hmm. helped right so i think mm-hmm. situational awareness presence of mind and of course being familiar with your equipment i think these are a few things yeah. that i see as a recurring theme right even priti what you were saying that you would pull out whatever is the available equipment let's say you know you you just the gopro comes in hand now what do you do with this it's such a small little thing and you need to quickly do something right there's less space to make those settings but again if you're not familiar you might still miss the moment so yeah so i think it boils down to these few things be very familiar with your equipment be mindful of what you're going to be doing in a vacation and all said and done do not forget to live the moment i think that's yeah. a big part of it exactly and and this is one moment uh, which you are seeing on your screen um this was a meteor shower i was uh-huh. there and it so happened 
that um, i timed the meteor shower that when the milky way would be setting in as well so i did all the calculations right so there was a lot of homework which went in and uh, i had the angle and everything but this time i wanted to enjoy the meteor shower as well so what i did that i used the remote uh, timer and the camera just took 100 pictures and then i looked at it that hey which one of these photos have meteor shower <laughs> captured but anyway even if it didn't capture that at least i would have the setting uh, uh, milky way there correct yeah this is an amazing yeah, shot actually yeah yeah and this would be a dream for me to capture i mean in bangalore i really cannot think of even capturing even a single star properly because of the light pollution and i don't know I how i thought so you know i mean even i thought so in um, uh, the place where i live uh, california bay area lot of light pollution if you can see like uh, towards the horizon there is lot yeah, of ambient light Yeah there's that glow and halo but you know somehow I don't know uh, I thought the the stars but but I think the milky way was very bright and it is the tail side of it so I think somehow mm-hmm. it captured and it balanced out somehow uh, uh-huh. but but yeah I I think uh, there is some I I took some pictures of foreground as well here I would get in there uh, and uh, <laughs> so yeah uh, so, exposed uh, so uh, tell me yeah. uh, what lens was used for this one so yeah coming back to the lenses right um, uh, exactly like what preeti said um you know you have to see what type of photography you want to do um whether you do a lot of landscape photography whether you click a lot of people and capture a lot of emotions for that prime is really good um so this for this one i used uh, 55 uh, to uh, 5510 um on from canon so that is the only lens i use uh, on a regular basis other than that i uh, i have a 50mm prime um, just those are the two lenses now i'm sticking with um, i did not invest in a wide lens because um, i think uh, the kind of photography i do i do not do like lot of crazy landscape pictures i focus a lot on like people photography taking and capturing a lot of emotions and landscape photography just it depends um, when i see something pretty i should ha- i should capture it enough that i remember the landscape but not crazy into wildlife or like crazy big panorama uh, shots or anything so i guess it depends at what type of photography uh, yeah. you want to do i'll give a scenario to you guys okay and you tell me how you would capture that okay choice of equipment is whatever you have with you you need to specify what is the equipment you might use and why and what is it that you will capture okay so let's start with preeti so your scenario is you're in the streets of jaisalmer it's a busy marketplace and you're just walking through it you know thinking of doing some kind of a shopping and it's very colorful and you are going to do some photography over there so what is it that you're going to do in this scenario uh just photo or video as well are we sticking to photography right? up to you up to you okay photo uh, because the first thought that came in my mind was i'm going to take a time warp of this on my gopro that look mad mm. it looks so colorful like just going through the market maybe in a single line it yeah. that look insane yeah. um i think uh, being in the market means like lot of faces lot of people so what equipment did i have so i've already been to jaisalmer this last year and i just had my phone and my gopro on me so i'm going to stick to those um i would use my phone i would use my phone and uh, if possible i would try to switch on portrait mode on it and try to capture faces because i think some stories can just lie in facial expressions itself and i think a marketplace is a beautiful place to capture that because it's also raw so real and it's is where they're in their element right so there are a lot of stories that can come out over there that and i would also want uh, maybe some overarching street shots like maybe if i go off to the roof of some 
building in Jaisalmer and look down into the market from there. I think that can also provide a really different perspective, also to just show the scale of the place and to kind of um, showcase movement as well. So I would. Ah, uh, how to capture movement with phone and GoPro? That's where the whole problem comes in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scenario. Yeah. yeah, I faced a similar thing in Taiwan also, but then uh, I use my GoPro to capture the time lapse, and it's easy enough to kind of stack it, you know, one over the other, like stack those images. You know, GoPro has a, a mode in which you can take the time lapse photos only instead okay. of the whole video. Yeah, so that also stacking that together can give a really beautiful kind of movement, kind of a shot, just to just to show the rush of a market. So I'm sorry, like it might sound a little unstructured, but this is literally off the top of my head. The kind of shots that I would visualize in a market. Oh, that's perfectly fine because, see, this is typically a, a very realistic scenario any of us would be in, right? We are walking in a marketplace, and hey, this a place looks amazing. What do I do? What do I have with me, right? So, कुछ नहीं तो at least a phone will be there with someone, right? And then you covered both the things. How you use your GoPro and your phone. So yeah, that kind of covers it. Okay, so Preeti. Uh, you are hmm. Aradna. Oh, sorry, yeah, Aradna. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mixing names, uh, Aradna. So uh, here's your scenario. You are hiking um, on a hill. There's a lot of foliage around you, and maybe a few monkeys here and there, um, and you know. The trail where you're hiking, it's like a climbing. You're like climbing on to the hill, right? So on your right side, there's like an open space. You can actually see the hills nearby. A bit of fog, and it's a little early in the morning, so even the lighting is not that great. But you know the overall feel of you know the environment around you, and the slight glimmer of the sunrise coming up from over the horizon is in front of you. Like this is your scenario. What are you going to do? What's the equipment you're going to use, and why? So I think um, what I'm going to do is just pop my iPhone on my Osmo 2 gimbal and then just walk because that is what I'm seeing and that is what I want my phone to capture. If uh, I don't have a GoPro, but if I had a GoPro, I would do the same thing with the GoPro. Put that on the uh, stabilizer and then just. moment because that is what i'm seeing and that is what right. i would want to capture as a video um um and uh, for pictures and stuff just use the same equipment i would have had um and then just take pictures because it, it is a hike right so right. i don't want to lug around <laughs> my beast <laughs> with me <laughs> and um, i think um, uh, shishir you mentioned a great point that you know uh, trying to use um, the um, the sense of judgment um, and and common sense and uh, try to capture as much as possible with whatever equipment you are have so that is what i am learning from preeti and 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 you as well and then maybe in post processing we can try that to extract images so videos are great right i mean you can right. extract pictures out of it so I, i think in this scenario i think i would want to capture exactly what i'm seeing and exactly what i'm feeling because that fogginess and all of that if True. i think video captures it beautifully amazing amazing point and again you know very realistic and relatable because that moment of time you know i i put that uh, variance of less light on purpose you know because all of us will be in such situations and i have been in such situations many times so i'm sure we have all heard of nandi hills right so uh, it's that one hill near bangalore where everybody goes to <laughs> there are a few people who have been in bangalore but never been there but for the remaining 99.99 population everyone's been there at least once so there is a hiking trail to that hill fortunately not many people know about it even if they know they may not go on it because it's fraught with monkeys and it's uh, it's a decent level effort i would say one one and a half hours you are going to be walking up so it's not easy uh, but i've been there several times you know because i just love that environment you know that fogginess i've been there at like 3 o'clock 4 o'clock in the morning when it is absolutely dark and you know even if you take out your phone there's of no use because you're just going to use a torch for it you can't even see anything right so that's how it's been 
and at that moment of time you know just to put myself in a scenario you can't whip out any equipment at that point of time because even if you take the phone and say okay i'll use flash believe me only you will be visible and maybe those leaves around you but the environment will be all black so what do you do in such a case right so that is when i think living in the moment and just you know soaking in the environment is a much better picture that is in your head you can always close your eyes and remember that but you can't really share it along but then there are certain things you know certain moments so personal that just touches you during a travel that you rather not share it with anyone you know it just gets you back to a certain memory from your childhood or whatever you know it's your special slice of time during that vacation so yeah those moments happen as well and i think as a traveler we need to be open to you know the sights and sounds uh, that the place the environment you are in gives you because you're not just capturing moments you're also living it while videos can help with you know helping you relive that particular moment but actually having been there with all your senses focused into that moment is a replaceable so yeah travel photography one thing but traveling is another story by itself so what yeah, do you guys say and, and yeah i have a very personal story um, exactly uh, around what you said treasure because for a really long time i thought that i couldn't travel solo or at least that ne- that thought never crossed my mind right um, and i'm really uh, i'm a really good planner really good photographer and all of that but i will always have my family or my friends or like a big gang with me and then we travel you know a company um, travel yeah but yeah yeah so people will uh, divide all the responsibilities mm. hey you're going to do this you're going to do that and stuff like that but i really wanted to push myself so my goal for uh, last year was that hey i'm going to do one solo backpacking trip um uh, alone and i won't carry any gear on me only cell phone and i chose hong kong for uh, 3 days and trust me you know i thought that i suck with navigation and i thought and i was able to manage everything by my uh, by myself and, and it was such an empowering moment that uh, yeah. because you know my husband always says hey tujhe to disha bhram hai <laughs> you know <laughs> you can't find your way out but you know i was able to manage everything um, uh, in a place where uh, you know language could be a barrier and yeah. stuff and all the signs and everything is written in um, uh, a different language english right. is not a norm and stuff but you know, people are very nice you have to attempt and another thing uh, which was liberating was i was not thinking much about my gear i just had a very small backpack on me and i was walking everywhere and was not in a hurry or was not at all thinking about taking pictures capturing everything and stuff so the way i experienced hong kong was very different you know pictures were like an afterthought that okay i soaked everything in um uh, i went to lantau island and saw the big buddha and i was like okay this is like a monumental place i should take one and in the whole trip i think i took only like 20 pictures or so not more than that and that is very unlike me in 3 days and i think maybe one selfie with myself at the peak that's it that hey i was at the peak so it was a very liberating moment because i think the purpose of that visit was to prove myself that hey i can travel alone uh, i can manage it on my own solo traveling is a thing and i can do that so i think the purpose of that trip uh, traveling right. and travel photography yeah so it was uh, special yeah awesome what about you preeti anything like that you would like to share um as aradhna was speaking i was trying to remember the last trip in which i had not worried about my gear and i was having a hard time because uh, the thing is when this becomes your job is very difficult to not do it <laughs> like you can um a lot of people think it's a vacation but it's it's like actual work you know and uh, yeah. when you you have to literally be thinking all the time about the kind of shots you want the kind of uh places you want to go they, it's it's too too planned and i'm i'm actually not a planned person at all i love to just take my bag and go in fact i think uh, for me the ideal 
trip of sorts where I was creating content as well as having the best time of my life was last year when I went to uh, it was over it was over 75 days I did Tamil Nadu Kerala and Sri Lanka so in one trip like I didn't come back home by the end of it I was so sick of my clothes I wanted to burn them all but that's a separate <laughs> issue altogether um I think uh, for me special moments like so the thing is I started traveling because I fell in love with travel right so like when content creation happened there was a little bit of a joy that kind of started fading away because it it's bound to happen like when something becomes a job it becomes a job at the end yeah. of the day but uh, i'm able to find like a good balance and i think that happened for me on the sri lanka trip because there were so many special moments on that trip you know like i spent a month over there the bomb blast happened when i was there last year but it was still like the, one of the best trips of my life um there are so many stories from there i think one very special one which i managed to get on camera as well is a little bit of a personal accomplishment um i managed to jump off a waterfall that was about 15 20 feet tall i'm not sure wow. but uh, this happened after like an hour of me standing on that ledge thinking that you know what if i jump i'm going to die like this was really my thought and uh, this friend of mine like i'd met her on the trip itself she had my gopro and she was shooting and she because i wanted it on camera and the gopro ran out of battery because i was just standing there for that long like <laughs> so like the gopro was gone and i didn't want to take out my phone because it's a waterfall and you never know right like all of these devices are set to be a certain level of waterproof you don't want that risk but i still took it out and i was like listen i'm going to jump now and she's waiting and she's like listen your phone battery has only 15% left <laughs> it's okay if you don't want to capture this you know do it for yourself don't do it for the camera but she was shooting anyway and at one point i don't know what happened like after deliberating for hours and hours okay not hours like an hour um i without any warning i jumped i just jumped and at that moment right i didn't know if it had been captured on camera i didn't know if there was anyone shooting anything i didn't know if it was on nothing because suddenly in that moment i was like you know what even if i don't capture this it's okay for me it's a personal accomplishment that i've actually managed to fight this fear and i managed to do this jump and i managed to come out alive so uh i think that was a major moment for me and the fact that it was captured was the icing on the cake it wasn't <laughs> yeah i didn't think it would be captured but it was there and for that i'm very grateful but uh, i think that's where the love of travel kind of takes over my love for photography i think there's a very clear pecking order over there and uh, yeah like for me it was more about the moment at that point Yeah awesome. I think I think uh, for me also right like photography happened because I started to travel I started seeing these beautiful places meeting all these beautiful people and um, I still remember when I got my first camera a really long long time back when my dad gave me this camera and he took me to Andaman and he said that okay um, you know you take this holiday's pictures and uh, I looked at everything around me and I had never seen something that beautiful ever in my life because all my previous travels with my family was you know like all these very crowded places and a lot of temples and stuff so andaman was like is this india is this real <laughs> like crispy blue waters and then um i had this camera with me and i started taking lots and lots of pictures and ended up with like 500 pictures and when i came back home and my mom and dad were looking through those pictures like where are we <laughs> right so i did not capture any one from my family in the, <laughs> all those pictures of and <laughs> yeah right like and my mom was so pissed that hey the only camera the real camera your dad has that has our pictures the new fancy digital camera we got you that was like a sony cyber shot and and i did not take a single picture of my family and they were like really really upset but i cherished those pictures you know like so photography happened because of these beautiful places and all these beautiful places um, uh, i i traveled so i think uh, like priti said some sometimes traveling <laughs> does take over <laughs> that's so true actually uh, i remember when uh, so the ahmedabad uh, vacation is telling right uh, me and my wife had gone and so there's a place in ahmedabad it's called kankadia lake 
if you see uh, if you go to google maps you know you search kankadiya lake from the top it looks like the state bank of india logo it kind of looks like that you know it's circular and it's got mm. that keyhole wala thing so it kind of looks like that so one unique thing about that place was um when you go in the evening time there will be a rush of people over there and they are made uh, you know that you can like sit uh, on this bench like things and right under you there's like maybe about 2 2 1/2 meters drop and then you have the lake starting after maybe another like an l shaped platform that lake is filled with catfish and i mean huge catfish like maybe a meter long maybe you know huge catfish with long whiskers <laughs> and those fishes literally come onto the platform in bunches because people are throwing like you know seeds and what not and they'll come to try and eat that it is amazing because gujarat again being a dry state and a vegetarian state predominantly right so the fishes are very safe over there those fishes literally jump onto the platform and they'll be there trying to eat it is an unreal sight you know so i completely relate to what you guys are telling that time right sometimes that moment just goes away i me and my wife are just standing there and seeing and then i'm like i have never seen this fish like this before then i realize mere paas camera bhi hai <laughs> so i then report my camera and i'm looking at those fishes and i'm filling with my camera <laughs> because i can't get my eyes off of that let me try and share my screen let me show you i have the picture with me uh how do i do this yeah okay so this is the one i guess oh my god this is what oh i'm talking about check out those whiskers man Salvador Dali would not have whiskers like that. <laughs> so this, this is what is I'm talking unreal. about. This is unreal. This is unreal. I have never seen anything like this in my life. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And <laughs> that's the craziness, oh you know. And you just keep staring at these guys lapping up in the water and trying to eat. Like this guy, like this this fellow is already on the platform, <laughs> on <Yeah>. the water, <laughs> and then they they'll slither back in. and the entire lake is circular right so you'll have multiple places like this where all of these fishes are there this is not just one place there are multiple that's you know that is what travel does to you it shows you sights and sounds you could never have imagined something so simple a fish out of water yeah it's good to think but yeah have you seen one <laughs> well i've seen several now <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the amazing thing of you know this whole traveling bit so i'm very glad guys that i could have both of you on the show and you know we shared some you know amazing stories some really good tips at the end of the day it comes down to why do you travel why do you want to take the picture and if you want to take the picture you don't have to be suffering with gas <laughs> so to speak and whatever equipment you, you do have <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you for helping me solve that gas trouble of mine <laughs> You're most welcome. We are all on the same boat <laughs> or the same. But center. what about the drones, guys? Like, oh god, I oh, want to buy a drone. You know, like, okay, now I'm getting the gas again. But <laughs> nah, I don't want one as well because now that I'm making videos, I want those panorama shots. Exactly. Man. Like, so we are back into back <laughs> to where we started. I think there are different forms of gas. <laughs> <laughs> there is just one guess that it just pushes you over the edge but you know what uh, when it comes to drone i don't know about the us but in india you uh, i think you need to get a police permission you need to yeah. inform the authorities that you have this drone yeah, you got to use it same. in certain places same over there too same stuff uh, okay. yeah so that's a bit of a red tape that you're going to have to deal with uh, if you are a professional like you know photographer i don't think it should be an issue but if let's say you're an enthusiast Like let's say if I go on a ride and I want to you know capture drone shots, I don't think it may be that easy. I, I'm not sure. I've never tried. Uh, but yeah, the other thing about drone is the footage from drones is a bit of a challenge to edit, even if you have a high-end computer because it's a very compressed format. Is what I've seen quite a few of the you know video editors speak about. So let's say some of the most popular ones are your DJI Phantoms. Uh, their codecs are a little you know hard to digest um, but yeah definitely something i hope this drone thing becomes a little more easy to work with 
at least in you know india and all so that we can be more enthusiastically picking it up you can find some good inexpensive ones like 5 6000 and all you'll get one but again the camera is like 5 mp so yeah. quality, quality is a challenge right. and then the mavics are heavy man they need their extra batteries and another yeah. backpack oh, but then you have this pocket add-ons are far more than the actual device itself and also because it is such a fragile piece of equipment you yeah. really want to buy the insurance the extra rotors the covers everything like you want all of it mm. and then I you fly it into a waterfall and then boom that's it can <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the, the really good ones have some you know they they have some situational uh sensors around them where they'll know that okay in a meters distance there is some obstacle a leaf or whatever so those things are there but then again you have to shell out like 80 90000 rupees for that <laughs> which is quite a bit <laughs> it's a lot yeah gas gas can make you do anything <laughs> all right then um thank you again guys for joining i'm very happy we did this fun session it was you know great sharing tips and even listening to you know some of your personal experiences even sharing photos so uh with that we come to an end thank you preeti and thank you aradhna i will share both your links on the description for the listeners and viewers to check them out and guys please check out that podcast they are awesome uh traveling opens the mind but it also leaves you with memories that you will never ever find it again in your life so travel get good shots but don't forget to live in the moment and keep traveling <laughs> all right guys thank you thanks so much ashish thank you bye 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 with that we come to an end folks keep on listening and get creative one episode at a time let me leave you guys with a little thought you know what limits imagination well it is you yourself you just need to try a little harder and i hope this podcast helps you explore your creativity and see what more you can do please go ahead and engage with us i would love to hear from you We are available on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, Photolog, Patreon, and IMDb. So go ahead and reach out, share your thoughts and your creativity, and let me know what more topics you would like us to cover on the Creative Pod. The Creative Pod podcast signing off.